At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome into VEASAN Live Bet Saturday. I'm your host, Danny Burke, and alongside me, we've got Mike Palm here with you for the next several hours, live out of the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Plenty of college basketball still to take you through your Saturday afternoon. Uh, We've got a good NBA slate, some hockey, and uh, if we have some time even, maybe a little XFL today, Mike. How have you been? Happy to be with you here. It's been a long time since I've been in the South Point studio here it's nice that you can stand obviously at circa the desk is low and you you can't stand but it's nice to be back here nice to see you in town what are you catching a red eye after uh, <laughs> after the show how long are you in vegas so i got here this past friday here till monday morning so uh-huh. uh yeah i've been here the uh the whole week and uh trying to uh you know i, I was telling somebody like when you live here it, it, it's okay in terms of being surrounded by the tables and the casinos. When you're here for a couple of days, that's kind of the way you, a lot of people do it. But when you're in that awkward time for a week, you really got to be careful with how often you're hitting the tables. And uh, they have not been kind to me, to say the least, especially blackjack. No bueno, Mike. Well, how about back in Chicago? Are you playing table games when you're back in Chicago? Uh, no, we're usually well. <laughs> just gambling with our friends. You know, because then you're caught in traffic when you're going to Rivers a little bit. You, you got to go at the right time. I'll probably hit the poker table back. Uh, now that I got the itch once again since I've been back here, because that's the best part, too. I mean, you get to go to all these table games, tournaments, cash, just available wherever. That's, that's one of the things I've missed the most, aside from the obvious weather and scenery. Have you ever played poker with Amal Shaw? No, but I was with him yesterday, and I was talking to him about <laughs> it, and he's like, you know, everybody's just getting mad at me because I just bully him, basically. He's so aggressive, he says. Hey, have you played with him? I've never played with him, but... Uh... He tries to win the hand without any cards. I know. I know that's. I have a little different style. I try to make a hand and make a pot. He, yeah. he, he, he tries to make a pot to make a hand. Yeah, opposite strategies out of them all. He is uh, very adamant about uh, his strategy for poker and how he likes to approach it. But uh, no, Mike, I am excited to be with you, my man. Uh, you and I, of course, did the Beeston Pro Football Betting Podcast. Now we get to be here face to face. It's been a little bit of time, and no better time with all this college hoops action going. I mean, how about another? upset right here florida state this just went final uh they overcome miami 85 to 84 of course we saw the wildcats of arizona fall victim on that buzzer beater to arizona state but another upset today mike it's uh, getting crazier and crazier and reminding us that march is right around the corner well it hasn't been a great saturday to have a double digit lead as evidenced in this game and i know we're going to talk about virginia north carolina but just when you think maybe the acc has a team that's that can make an elite rate 
Final Four run, and it might be Miami, and then they stub their toe here against one of the bottom dwellers in the league. Uh, so, I mean, I, I was looking at these these overall conference rankings last night because I was watching this incredible UNLV Air Force game. <laughs> but, boy, if that... That's the, the, the amazing fact is that Air Force was in it, and then Air Force should have won it, and then they didn't. They couldn't inbound the ball. But, you know, I know the ACC has 8 million teams, but, you know, the average uh, strength of the teams, I mean, the Mountain West is ahead of the ACC this year. The ACC is, uh, I think the Big East is better. It's just, it's, it's an intriguing conference. Uh, and how, how North Carolina is on the first four outline, I'm scratching my head. But, boy, they've moved from two and a half to four and a half today. All the steam yeah. on the heels. Yeah, how about that? Like Mike <laughs> said, I mean, his lowest two and a half now to as high as four and a half against Virginia. And, look, I'm, some of it, I'm sure, is based on what you saw or lack thereof out of Virginia in their last game at Boston College. Talk about a pathetic offensive performance, Mike. They went four of 21 from beyond the arc. Now, again, the chances that's replicated, probably not. They'll probably figure it out to some degree. But, yeah, North Carolina, perhaps their desperation levels are higher, so that's also a reason that you're putting some stock here in the Tar Heels. Virginia's won eight of the last ten meetings in this rivalry, actually. Uh, UNC, certainly a better team at home straight up, 11-2. and two. Just 6-7 and seven ATS, though, at home. 2-8 and eight against the spread their last ten games. Virginia, though, 2-7-1 against the number on the road. Did you do anything with this game? Because, you know, I, I guess I leaned a little bit toward North Carolina, but the fact that the line had moved over two points in some spots, I, I didn't want to get in on it pre-flop at that point. You know, I, I, I'm i tempted at, at some point here to pull the trigger on Virginia now. Um, I, I don't get the line. I thought the line should have been close to a pick. I didn't even get it at two and a half. Wow. I was scouring injury reports. I thought there had to be something happened to get two points of movement today. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think North Carolina has to beat Duke and Virginia and get to the ACC tournament semifinals to get in. Now, that's not the consensus opinion or the Lenardi uh, bracket out. What road victories do they? I'm, I just keep looking at their resume. Yeah. Their resume is ridiculous. What's the argument? That they that they were the preseason number one, which was, was a joke to begin with. But, I mean, where are their road victories? At Syracuse? Is that their best road win? Uh, I'm not sure. Now, they have, a, you know, they beat Clemson at home. And, uh, you know, they lost to Pitt twice. Uh, I don't get I don't know. They can't. They couldn't win it. in. I thought they needed to win at NC State. Yeah. Uh, last Sunday, I, actually, to get back in the contention here. So I don't think it's a done deal. They win these couple games. They don't have to do anything in the tournament. Do you think a little bit that plays part of it is just the brand name recognition, just being the Tar Heels? Does that play a factor at all? I don't think it should. I mean, no. I, I, I think it sometimes would hurt to, to penalize them. I don't know when the last time a preseason number one didn't make the tournament. I think the closest it came was cont was uh, or a team that made the final and was the number one Kentucky a few years ago, but they were an eight. So I mean, it wasn't even they were the, at the end of the uh, at larges as well. Right. Remember when they played Wichita State uh, in the second round that year? But uh, gee, I think if North Carolina loses today, they have to win the ACC tournament to get it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it's it is a little baffling seeing <laughs> that they're getting maybe a little mm -hmm. bit more respect than they deserve to be considered in that bubble. Uh, in that bubble area in terms of making the tournament. But you're right. I mean, this has to be a must-win game for them. And, again, maybe that's why you see this line movement jump up toward the side of the Tar Heels. But still, even if that's the case, like you said, it, it's a little bit shocking that it maybe not that it was at two, but that it would have opened there and then moved to four and a half. Uh, certainly a little perplexing. But now that the line has moved, you said you maybe – are a little bit more tempted to go on the Virginia side. And if you, well, of course, the game, you know, starting at this point, but is this at this point then, because you didn't get a preflop, you're just seeking for an angle to look at Virginia in-game, especially if the line moved that way. If they're would, down a little bit, the line I, may yeah, exaggerate. I would rather I would rather Carolina get off to a, a nice start at home, and maybe right. if, they're, if they're up five or six at the under-12 timeout, look to get to get Virginia close to eight-and-a-half or nine-and-a-half. Then I think it's worth it, because I, I don't see them getting blown out today, Danny. Yeah, again, we talk about North Carolina. Yeah, Virginia's got to respond after that abysmal performance well, that they had at Boston College. Let's be honest. They're totally overranked at number six, but yeah. not to the point they should be a four-and-a-half-point home dog to a team that doesn't really have a quality win. I mean, at the time, they came back and beat Ohio State in New York City. thought that was a, a decent victory. Yeah. The wheels have fallen off Ohio State. <laughs> you can't put that on as your, a resume win. No.
Certainly can't. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. We'll update it as it goes. Uh, another game that I wanted to ask you about is I know we're about to get underway. Not the most uh, thrilling game potentially, but Tennessee and South Carolina, just because I think this Volunteers team is it's always in the conversation and people typically have the same regard toward them being, I want nothing to do with Tennessee come tournament time. Well, in terms of today though, against South Carolina, Mike, they've moved up to as high as a 23 and a half point favorite total anywhere from 129 in the hook to 130. South Carolina, of course, coming off that thrilling overtime loss against Alabama, uh, Tennessee, Look, Tennessee's been all over the place. Certainly, they should have the advantage, but I don't feel too eager to lay that much with them. Well, how can you lay that many points when so often they have 20-point halves, this team? They, they they get into these games where they only play one good half, and I couldn't – I see this game was up to 24 at Caesars wow. about 30 minutes ago as well. That's kind of a runaway line. I, I'm certainly not laying it. If, I, if you held a gun to my head, I'd take the points here with, with the Gamecocks in, in uh, Knoxville today. Yeah, I agree with you in that one. How about Big Ten? Let's go to the state of Indiana, mm. Purdue and Indiana. This one tipping off 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. And as we know, the last time these teams went up against each other, Indiana got the best of them, 79 to 74. The issue with Indiana, the main issue, I would say, of course, would be their home and road splits, right, Mike? I mean, this team has just been a disaster away from their home floor and four and seven straight up is the number two, eight and one against the spread on the road. They're coming off that game at East Lansing, very emotional spot. A lot of people liked Michigan state. seems like a lot of people could like Purdue because of that revenge angle, but Hey, now you're seeing this line come down a tad bit to six in the hook, but of course still in favor of Purdue. This is a big rivalry game. Um, numbers probably about right. I have it a five and a half or six. Uh, it's a big test for Indiana, though, and where this team is at, if they can follow up the home win uh, over Purdue. I just I can't get excited about Purdue because it's 1980 they made the Final Four. Think about Gene Cady never made a Final Four with those teams, right? And the Painter has just been a disaster in the tournaments. Uh, you know, they, they stubbed their toe, or I think they probably beat North Carolina and get into the Final Four last year, but they just – I don't know if Edie is athletic enough when they get into the tournament, but uh, – and there's, you know, there's still they've been they've been one, two, or three all season. You know it. You know how much parity there is in college basketball when Purdue's the number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And again, a team much like Tennessee, maybe not to that extent, but that a lot of betters seem to have trepidation to put any stock in. I mean, maybe because the value's not there, but more importantly, it just seems like the old adage of Purdue. They're just going to find a way to choke come tournament time. And last year was very frustrating. Edie's certainly a different looking player. But still, people are hesitant, Mike. Well, you have to be because it's one of those things, I want to see it before I believe it. Because how much money has been burnt on Purdue in the last decade in the tournaments? And, and it's, it's not that they're running up against these juggernauts in Elite Eight games. It's that they're getting upset by these smaller schools uh, and come to disappointing ends. So it should be a good game. Maybe look for an in-game opportunity here uh, uh, in uh, West Lafayette. Yeah, and like we said, we did see some line movement, seven and a half, and some shops is where Purdue opened up at as the favorite. Now it's down to pretty much six in the hook across the board. One book maybe has about a seven out there. A consensus total, 138 and a half. Well, when we return here on VEASAN Live Bet Saturday, Mike Palm and I will still talk some basketball. We'll update all the college action going on, but we'll also switch over to the association. Good slate to look forward to tonight. Stay with us. It is VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Check it out at VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up today for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into VEASAN Live Bet Saturday. Danny Burke, your host, alongside me, the man, the myth, the legend, Mike Palm at Mike Palm Circle, where you can catch him on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 for myself at VEASAN Live for VEASAN, the sports betting network. Uh, Mike, before we get into the NBA, really quick, it looks like uh, Take you 10 may... minutes before we get into the NBA, Danny. <laughs> the last, I was... time I, last time I talked about the NBA, Amal and I had a show. <laughs> I was a little afraid. I was like, I wonder if Mike's been getting into the NBA this year or not. Well, we <laughs> will set up some of the lines a little bit. So, all right, we can we can stall in the meantime because no. I want to I ask you, though, because we just talked about this. Uh, Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is already up to an 18 to 10 lead. First of all, how about some scoring, actually, with these two, or at least with Virginia? And then uh, you talked, hey, oh, if Virginia gets down, maybe I'll be tempted to look yeah. for an in-game spot. They're down eight. They're catching seven in the hook, plus 280 on the money line, minus $4 for the Tar Heels. Uh, look, you're in an okay spot I to do it, but that I doesn't mean know. it's an automatic pull based on what you've seen. Right? Well, I don't like Well, how much time's left in the first half, Danny. About 13 minutes. I don't like that they scored 18 points in seven minutes. It's very concerning for me, Danny. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not Virginia basketball. Right. Yeah, so even though it uh, may fall into that spot, uh, the way it happened, not as tempting to get through with it. 136.5 is where this total's at. 125 is the juice on the over. So uh, we'll see if Virginia can figure out their defense. Um, I thought you also brought up something that was – pretty good to say too with Virginia I mean they were ranked what six coming into today and you were saying probably too high but they're they're not in the top 30 in efficiency offensively or defensively right. how are they ranked number six I don't I mean I'm not a I'm an I I'm not a total metrics guy in mm -hmm. analytics and a lot of eye test for me but I mean this team is always top 10 defensive defensive efficient they're not mm -hmm. right so I I think, you know, they're in a weak league and their record overranks them. You know, yeah. well, the team in the ACC, they're not. I think they're a borderline top 20 team, actually. But I think Carolina is a borderline top 40 team. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. It's, it's a team that I'm staying away from, I'll tell you that much. I mean, Virginia's not the prettiest team to want to back on a consistent basis anyways. But like you said, their bread and butter is how they can wear you down defensively. Not only are they not doing it in this game, they're not doing it on an incredibly efficient basis in general, and that's probably why we're thinking they're a little overrated coming in as a six-ranked team in the country. So we'll keep you updated on that spot. Still 18 to 10, seven and a half, like we said, in favor of the Tar Heels. All right, we'll punish you a little bit here, Mike. We'll talk a little bit of NBA for you. <laughs> we'll see what we can do here uh, because at least we have seen some line movement with this first game. Miami and Charlotte, uh, maybe not the most appealing on paper, but four and a half up to six. Uh, you guys at Circa and right here at South Point have the Heat as a six-point favorite. 
total at 229. Miami losing their last three games. Second leg of a back-to-back. -back. They played at Milwaukee last night, lost 128-99. to Hornets have actually won their last three games, and they've been a nightmare of a team this whole season. Again, they're also on a second leg of a back-to-back -back like the Heat, but they're coming off a nice little win, 121-113 to at Minnesota. Heat have already beaten the Hornets two out of three matchups this year. The Hornets did get the best of them the last time, though, 122-117. to Looks like Kevin Love should be playing for the Heat. Kyle Lowry still out. Uh, Cody Martin, P.J. Washington. Last I checked, it looks like they were – more trending toward being out for this game. But again, it uh, looks like we've seen some live movement, including at Circa, toward the heat. Well, what are you telling me, Danny? We should play the Hornets here? What's the <laughs> what's the move? Back-to-back -back for the heat. Hornets have won three in a row. On well, a Hornets dreadful, played last night, too. Dreadful so. season, and they finally won three in a row. It's, what happened to this Miami team? I thought this Miami team was one of the top three or four teams in the Eastern Conference. You know, they're all over the place, and they're a team that's always flooded on their injury report. <laughs> Everybody's questionable, it seems, every single game. I don't know. I, it's tough to make anything of them, and I, and I certainly don't want to be playing them come postseason time. Even though their defense still is pretty stout with Jimmy Butler leading the way, uh, they just haven't found a rhythm constantly. Okay, next, Danny. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Indiana-Orlando. Very exciting game for you here, Mike. The Magic the East, Open. <laughs> East 12 versus the East 13. That's Great right, matchup. that's right. Orlando opened his eyes at three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's come down to two-and-a-half. And, look, the Magic got the best of them the last time they played. They were five-point favorites. They covered. But Tyrese Halliburton wasn't playing for Indiana. Now looks like he is going to be, and that's where you're seeing the line kind of come down more to that appropriate spot. So the Pacers getting a little bit of love here. Uh, Magic have had their fun this season, right? They've had some games where they've shocked you. But I could understand the movement to the Pacers, but not really worth betting this one. I can't imagine you're looking forward to doing it either. Well, I'm not going to. I won't have one second of interest here. I'm <laughs> sweating Estudiantes and Sarmiento under in Argentina. Daddy thinks that I have more of a more of a grasp on uh, in La Plata. Um, how about NBA totals, Danny? Do you get involved in NBA totals like our friend Aaron Renning? Not, not even close to that degree. Mm -hmm. And I, I will time and time, but. Really, I'm more so going with the spread or, you know, how I do with the short spread, look at a money line every now and then and delve into those props. But the, the totals market is something where I certainly think if you're betting NBA like a lot religiously, that's probably the better way to go about it than the spreads because of how volatile it can be. And it seems like a lot of the sharper guys who bet NBA tend to focus in on the totals like Aaron Renning a lot more. So right? The ones I know all play totals. Yeah. That's what they're playing. Not that there aren't any that that play sides mm -hmm. and situations more than, than anything. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> sure. And like last night, for example, we were talking about that Bulls game and as ugly as the Bulls have been, a good situational spot for them coming off the all-star break on a losing streak, get a guy like Beverly, hometown guy, to put a spark in them. They had their best game of the year, arguably, against the Nets. Oh, look at there. Now that one is a decent game, right? Celtics are good. Yeah. Celtics 76ers. <laughs> so that's so we actually have like three. We have two good games. This one's an okay one, the Knicks and Pelicans. We'll save that in a second. But, yeah, Celtics and Sixers. Uh, so Boston has gotten the best of Philadelphia here, Mike, in two games. They're 2-0 straight up and against the spread against Philadelphia, plus 8.6 net rating. JVT, Vison senior NBA analyst, did a really good write-up on this. And he went on to say the Celtics averaged 124 points per 100 possessions in those two games against the Sixers. Granted, both of those games at Boston. The Sixers have been a lot better team at home, 24-8 straight up, 22-10 against the number on their home floor. Man, we just saw that game the other night when they came back against the Grizzlies. That was something else. But, yeah, Boston, as low as a pick. You guys in South Point have them as a one-point favorite, total at 226 here. Well, uh all I know is that they're the favorites, right? They're the supposedly the best team in the NBA right now. I, I told Jeff Benson, put up this prop. And it's a yes-no prop. Will the Celtics play the Nuggets in the NBA Finals and the Bruins play the Avalanche in the NHL Finals? I think it's a very interesting prop, especially that we have circus yeah. sports in Colorado. I think it would get some play on it. Yeah. I, I think the one that would scare me the most would have to be the Avalanche, which seems like kind of the obvious team to be hesitant well, with. Right? I just added the Avalanche into my NHL portfolio because I'm worried. Now, I felt very good. I have a total bus ticket with St. Louis, so they, they're fire sale. So that's no good. But I got the Bruins at 35-1. to 1. Really? 
Jeez. Well, I always bet Jim Montgomery wherever he goes. Always bet Jim Montgomery. I've I've got um, the Hurricanes at twelve to one. Yep, like that. I feel good about where I'm at in the East. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Stars at thirty-five to one. Okay. I had to have the Avalanche. I don't think anybody can come out of the Pacific. Uh, so I had to have the Avalanche because I think they're the biggest threat to the Stars. Okay, yeah, look, the, the thing with the Avalanche, I mean, it's not going to shock anyone if they get there, right, because they haven't been healthy all year, and that's been their big issue. You saw them come alive yesterday against the Jets. I, I guess goaltending would be a little bit of an what? issue with me. That would scare Gorg- me. Georgiev is playing better than Shesterkin right now. Shesterkin, he has, for sure. Everybody keeps telling, what about the Rain? What about the Rangers? Shesterkin just gave up four, four, yeah. four, and what did he give up today, six? That's the thing. The Rangers have been getting by because of what their offense is doing, not anything that Shesterkin has been able to do. You're right. He's taken a big decline from last season. I'm enjoying this NBA segment now, Danny. <laughs> Turned out a little bit better direction. <laughs> Anyhow, do you get involved in the Celtics Sixers, or are you scared because the game's in Philadelphia? Uh, I think I'll wait for an in-game number. Mm-hmm. I lean mm-hmm. toward Boston here, but again, it, it, I want to see if Philly does get out to that early lead and then probably attack Boston in a better in-game spot. That's the way I'm going to look at it. Who is the biggest threat to the Nuggets in my prop scenario in the West? Well, the obvious answer would be the Suns. Phoenix. Right? <laughs> and what I did, I, I took them plus 750 when that report came out. Kevin Durant mm-hmm. going there. I was like, even if they don't get it, they have a good chance to get there. With Are you the also betting have. Jets season win totals or futures right now <laughs> on speculation? <laughs> I am not. But, hey, it came through with Kevin <laughs> yeah, Durant. Yeah. So it's like plus 250 or whatever. And I still think the Nuggets probably have a little bit better chance because they have – uh, the camaraderie with each other, the experience. We'll spend more time getting into it. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what we're feeling. But next, I know we will hit NFL Draft. Thor Nystrom hopping on Visa Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is excited to announce our new weekend lineup of live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With some fresh concepts and pairings as we head into a new season of sports, VEASAN will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, and insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. So go ahead and check out the new lineup. It starts Monday, and you can check it out at VEASAN.com. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Or you could check it out right there on your screen if you're watching us on the live stream, YouTube TV, or wherever else you get us. Uh, I'm Danny Burke. He's Mike Palm. We are live here at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on this wonderful Saturday afternoon. And we've got plenty of college hoops. We spent a little bit talking NBA, some hockey, and we'll get back into that. But we also want to spend some time talking about the NFL draft to help us do just that. Thor Nystrom joining the show at Thor Koo, where you can follow him on the tweets. College football, NFL draft analyst over at Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. Thor, it's a pleasure to have you on, my man. It's it's a great thing with you because we can have you on year-round, whether it's before the football season, during, or around draft time. You're working 365, 24-7, baby. And look, the news cycle does the exact same. And the biggest news this past week, Anthony Richardson. I, can you tell us about this? Is, is this just a load of crap, basically, the fact that he could actually go number one? What do you make of this whole debacle? I I kind of think so. Yeah, I I, I sort of just think it's smoke. T- to me, Richardson, he's not too dissimilar from Malik Willis from last year. And as you guys know, I I really like Malik Willis. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he's just Malik Willis with more inches and and a little bit more weight than Malik Willis. Malik Willis, he fell down to the third round. He, he, Anthony Richardson, he got the same uh, uh, ceiling as, as as Malik Willis. The NFL ended up uh, sort of shying from Malik Willis because people's jobs are on the line, and you don't want to wait for for the referendum to come in. That that's where the ceiling it starts w- w- when you actually have to make the decision. It's like, do we actually want to wait for, for you know to have to open the present? Do we actually want to wait that that year? What what you know while while the guy sort of develops. I think like the, the idea of it, it's it's very exciting. And I'm like for me at the quarterback position, I'm going to roll the dice. Like if I if I'm in that room, I'm I'm gonna do it. Certainly if I'm the owner, because then you can play the long game. I, I'm gonna shoot the moon. But but if you're sitting in the GM chair and you're gonna get fired, 
Like, if it doesn't work out, that's where the guys start to get a little bit skittish. And so that's, you know, specifically with the 1-1 pick, I don't buy that. Because if, if Richardson doesn't pay it out, the guy's going to get fired. I, I don't buy it. So that's an interesting point. And what Michael Lombardi talks about, save your office with your draft pick. But I also yeah. think when we're handicapping the draft, there's a little bit of a Josh Allen effect uh, in the league, or uh, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes effect of the high ceiling guys, right? And what's the trade-off of Richardson, who couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and could be a complete bust, against guys that are high productivity like Young and Stroud, but maybe have a lower ceiling? Well, I mean, it, it, it's the thing of the cost certainty, right? And, like, you have to do the three-dimensional chess thing. And I want to, again, say I would shoot the moon. Uh, I mean, not at the one pick for Richardson, but I think on my board I have Richardson – seventh or eighth. And it's the difference between this class and the last one. I was mentioning some of the similarities between uh, him and Malik Willis, this class at the top, it's a bit better than, than the last class. The, the, the last class at the top was not very good at all. Like you didn't have a, a Jalen Carter. You didn't have a, a Will Anderson. You didn't have a Paris Johnson, like some, some, you, you didn't have a, a Bryce young. Uh, you didn't have a CJ Stroud, different stuff like that. Um, but the juice is going to become worth the squeeze at a certain point. For me, that's like the seventh or the eighth slot, like something like that for Anthony Richardson. But it, it becomes the equation of the, the cost certainty against the ceiling at the specific slot that you pick. And for me, that's the seventh or the eighth slot for Anthony Richardson. Thor, what do you make of some of the teams in the top 10? But we keep hearing about the Colts trading with the Bears as a team. But I think a team that's certainly more interesting now is the Las Vegas Raiders because the news that maybe Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders is not as likely as it was beforehand. Do you envision Las Vegas being in the market for a quarterback? Would they maybe try to trade up for it, just wait in that spot? Have you uh, dug into that with Las Vegas at all? Yeah, the you know, my supposition, I think a lot of people's supposition has been, you know, initially was that they were sort of sitting dead red on one of those veteran quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, the you have to sort of uh, the, the tea leaves do change with, with some of the, the, the different information. And uh, maybe maybe now they're the, the, the they might be considering more of, of the young quarterback uh, or at least considering the possibility of that you inside the room. You have to consider all possibilities. You would be dumb not to. You have to explore the possibilities. So, of course, they're considering all the possibilities. You have to at least make the phone calls. What would it cost, right? I mean, both in terms of the, the veterans that are out there, what, what is that going to cost? And then if we were to trade up, what would that cost? And then also, what, what are the possibilities that some of these guys could filter down the board if we just simply stayed here? If, if, if we didn't go out and acquire a veteran in advance, and then if we don't trade up, what are the odds that each one of these four guys just simply filtered down and we don't pay anything? And like, that we, what are the odds that each one of these four guys could fall down to us? You have to run every single scenario. You would be dumb not to. So yeah, they are running every single scenario. What, what are the odds that each one of the court, they, they probably have like, you know, 25 or maybe not 25, but like, uh, you know, uh, 15 different quarterbacks. W you know, w what is our path to each one of these ones? And then you make the, the most intelligent decision for the organization. Thor, the Bears sit there with the number one pick. Is there any chance they restart the rookie quarterback clock and move on from fields? Or do you think they're going to trade down and try to stockpile picks and talent around fields? Um, I, I think that there's very little shot that they trade fields and, and, and restart the, the quarterback clock. I, I suppose it's it's plausible, but for me, I, I think there's very little shot of that. There's a third uh, possibility there that you didn't bring bring up that I, I think is also in play, which is sitting in that, that slot and, and making a selection. I actually have a ticket on that. Uh, I, I bought a ticket on Jalen Carter in that first slot. That's how good I think that kid is. If I was the Bears, my my idea is we're coming out of this draft with Jalen Carter. If we can make a trade down and still come out with Jalen Carter, awesome. That That's what I want to do. Certainly with the Texans, you could do that. Um, maybe with the Colts, if you don't think that the Cardinals are going to take them, maybe, maybe you could do that as well. You ain't going to be able to go further than that and do it. Um, that's me. Um, you know, I, I don't know if Ryan, you know, if they're thinking that as well in, inside that room, but th that that would be me. Um, but I don't think that they're going to trade uh, fields. I, but, you know, for, for me, it's Carter. That's what I would assume is, is going on there as well, that that would be their thought process. I think Jalen Carter is the dude in this class. That guy is generational, 
he is heads and shoulders above the other guys. Will Anderson, there's a couple small things that you can nitpick with him. People are trying to do that with Jalen Carter, but they're trying to bring up things off the field. I don't think those things actually exist in reality. If you talk to, to people that actually know the kid. Yeah, Jalen Carter plus 850 right now. Obviously, as a Bears fan, I'm uh, curious to see what direction they go. But I'm with you, Thor. I don't think there's a chance they're getting rid of Justin Fields. But <laughs> we'll see. I know it's been a popular discourse among uh, the NFL ranks the past couple of weeks. Uh, what's also going to be pretty popular to talk about, uh, Thor, last one we'll get you here with. I'm, I'm pretty curious here with the wide receivers. It's a pretty solid class. I don't know if there is a far and away clear number one. Uh, what have you made in terms of the number one receiver to be selected? Have you bet this? Are you waiting for better numbers? What are we thinking for this category? I've wet my beak. Of course, boys, you know me. Um, <laughs> the uh, it, It's fascinating because I think this will be decided at the combine. Th this one is totally up in the air. The, the one I wet my beak on is Zay Flowers. You know, like we're, it, it's sort of like the, the horse is coming around the stretch. And like, you know, a lot of times in, in with the wide receivers, we already kind of know in, in advance of the combine who's going to be the wide receiver one. This year, it is totally wide open. Um, like we have different guys where they could either be wide receiver one or they could, they could even be wide receiver four or five, depending on the way that they test. Like Quentin Johnston, he's got quite a, a wide band of outcomes. I, I, I don't think some people know like how wide it is. But he could, he might fall down a little bit if he doesn't test as well, or he could lock down wide receiver one if he tests like a banshee. We'll see. Jordan Addison, he needs to weigh in uh, decently well, and then he needs to test okay. But he could also lock in wide receiver one if he if he weighs in decently well, and th and then test well. But for for me, Zay Flowers, the way he moves, you don't see people moving like that. For for me, he's like. Jalen Waddle, like 96.5% of Jalen Waddle or 97% of Jalen Waddle. I love the way that Zay Flowers plays. If if Zay Flowers had played on Alabama, people would view him like that. It's just that he was stuck on this dog crap Boston college team for the last couple of years. It's why people don't know him as much, but he's going to open eyes in Indianapolis. He's going to, the alarm clock is going off next week for <laughs> Zay Flowers. So that's why I had to buy that ticket. I like it. Plus 750 for Zay Flowers. By the way, Quentin, uh, Quentin Johnston, pardon me, is your short shot at plus 125. But, uh, yeah, may have to wet that beak a little bit there, too. Zay Flowers plus 750. Don't hate it, my man. Thor, appreciate the insight. As always, uh, looking forward to talking plenty more draft before it actually comes with you. Always enjoy talking to you guys. You Thank you. At Thor where you can follow him on Twitter. You can catch more of his content as a college football and NFL draft analyst over at Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. When Mike and I return here on Beast Live Bet Saturday, we'll get a little bit deeper into the puck. Talk about tonight's NHL slate here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is offering college basketball fans a chance to pocket extra cash winnings all season long. Just log into your BetMGM account to receive your college basketball parlay boost token. Then place a college basketball parlay with a minimum of four legs using the token. If the parlay hits, you'll have your winnings boosted. New to BetMGM? Well, go ahead and download the app and sign up now to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Take your shot at making a big win even bigger. Place your four-leg parlay today and boost the excitement of college basketball like never before with a college basketball parlay boost token only at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back in the mix here on VEASAN Live Bet Saturday. Danny Burke, your host here at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Mike Palm along for the ride at Mike Palm Circa, where you can catch him on the tweets at Danny Burke 5 for myself and at VEASAN Live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Mike, we've got some hockey to look forward to this evening. I know uh, you're invested. Well, We'll see if you're invested, I guess, actually. We talked about the futures market. I know you're invested. But in terms of the games tonight, uh, let's pick your brain here and see what games you may have some interest in. Let's start with a bigger one that will be dropping puck at center ice at the top of this hour in Vancouver. The Canucks and Bruins facing off. Vancouver catching about plus 240 in some spots. As high as that, as low as about plus 230. Uh, right now, though, at BetMGM, the number is plus 240. Bruins minus 280. Minus 115 if you want to go puck line with Bruins. If you want to take the puck and the hook with Vancouver, it's minus 105. Total right now at 6.5. It opened with some juice to the – or pardon me, not with the juice to the under. I was looking at a different game, but it did open 6.5. A little bit of juice to the over now for this spot. Yeah, I think you got to lay the puck line with the Bruins. A very strange 4 o'clock start in Vancouver on the West mm-hmm. Coast. This is an odd, odd game. For this team, this is Vancouver Canucks team, the worst penalty kill in hockey. It's very frustrating watching their games. You can't play the unders because if they give up a penalty, 33% of the time they're giving up a goal. Um, Allmark, 29-4-1, 1-8-80s, your favorite for the Vezina. What a year he's having. And then uh, Silvos, uh, who's been playing here in, instead for the Canucks. Uh, you know, Gabby got fired um, not his fault, and the way they did it was awful. But let's let's be realistic. Thatcher Demko was hurt, and mm-hmm. uh, and Tockett comes in, and he takes over a bad team here. I like the Bruins a lot. They're really resilient. They give up a goal. In, was it in San Jose the other night? They give up a goal. Uh, Seattle. Oh, they C- Seattle. The they give up a goal with four and a half minutes to go and come win the game in regulation. I mean, <laughs> this team's been incredible. They're in a good spot. They can start resting guys here as they come down the stretch. They got the one seed in the East, or at least in their division, locked up. Uh, I know they want to stay ahead of Carolina for the overall one seed. Um, but I think with a Vancouver team that's this poor on special teams, you can lay the puck at a half here. Yeah, if you're looking to bet anything with Boston, that's got to be the way you look to approach it. And like you said, Yulmark has been a revelation for this team. He's the clear front runner for the Vesna right now. His road numbers are dominant compared to some other guys' top home numbers. Uh, 13-3-0 away from home ice, 2.05 goals against average. 93.5% on his save. So uh, you can see why the Bruins have been dominating the way they have been and why they're a big favorite tonight at Vancouver. Let's talk Carolina, the aforementioned Hurricanes. They are hosting the Anaheim Ducks. Look, Anaheim has pretty much been a walkover for most teams, except for when uh, they played the Capitals the other night and Ovechkin returned. And uh, I was a sucker who went on the puck line there with Washington because obviously the money line was too expensive, over $3. Didn't matter, though, because Anaheim came through 4-2. to two. But now you're going up on the road against a red-hot Hurricanes team. Uh, looks like Anderson's going to be in that. Anderson's been 
pretty solid this year. He hasn't gotten as much of the action as Ranta has, but 14-4-0, 2.44 goals against average. Going against Gibson, who's allowing over four goals per game, Mike, minus 550 as high as I've seen Carolina for this game. So five, six, seven years ago, I mean, these were the two duck goaltenders, right? Anderson was the backup for Gibson. We were arguing whether Gibson or Jonathan Quick was the best American goalie. Uh, and now it, through 40 games, he's got a goals against over four. It's just really tough here. Anderson, 14-4 and four on the year. Uh, obviously, he and Ronta both have been out at different stretches. And the, I, I, I can't say the kid's name, but the Eastern European kid for Carolina filled in very admirably here. This Carolina team makes you work every night. They just make you work. You've got to play a good game to beat them. I always thought in the playoffs they have too many European players to withstand these long series in the playoffs. You saw game seven, they lost to the Rangers. Mm -hmm. I think they get some more of these North American players, a good mix on the team this year. I'm not particularly interested in a $5 line, nor laying a $2 at one and a half. It was interesting the other night, Toronto was minus two and a half, minus 115 against your Blackhawks up north, and they did cover, they did cover that number. But th these games where it gets so far out of hand, I can't play, and also... I, I lean to unders. I can't play it when Gibson's right. playing in this form. Yeah, he uh, he makes it hard, that's for sure. I say percentage of 90%, but yeah, over four for his goals against average. No bueno for Gibson. Uh, Carolina, a $5 favorite in that spot. And look, her, the Hurricanes, you talked about, you got a futures on them. You've got mm -hmm. a futures on the Bruins. You're set up very nicely in the East. I had the Hurricanes last year's in the Futures. They were my team that I was sweating out, but then Anderson was injured. And, look, it, they were a tough out. But, yeah, just a year too early, I think. Yeah, I had, and I had the Rangers. So I was able to make some money off yeah. of that getting to Game 7 of the Eastern Finals. I like Toronto in that they can play a more defensive game this year. They can win 2-1 to one games. Mm -hmm. But, boy, look at their path. They're going to probably have to play the Lightning yeah. and then play the Bruins just to get out of their division. Yeah, that'll be tough. It's going to be exciting as all hell. But, man, that is going to be tough on that side of the conference. Let's move along. Let's talk Senators and Canadians. Uh, Ottawa opening up as a favorite here, about minus 167 in some spots. And now you're seeing them painted pretty much 170 as a consensus number. Total open six in the hook in this game. Mike, when we get down to the end of the year, I find it harder to get invested in these games with teams that don't have that much to play for. I mean, Ottawa, you know, they're they're still competitive out there. But I'm granted Montreal's actually been playing decent as of late. They shouldn't be, but they are. It's interesting. I've got this Senators team pegged as a year away. I think that they're going to be all right. I think that I think both the Senators and the Red Wings are going to be playoff teams next year. Uh, Canadians coming off the back-to-back. -back, they won pretty impressively in Philadelphia last night. Um, not interested in lane 170 on the road, though. Montreal's actually had a good ROI here in the last three weeks. Yeah, I think that's a tough ask to lay that much, like you said, on the road, if anything. And not that I'm going to. I'd maybe dabble with the plus money, but uh, no thanks for me in that game. No thanks for me in this game, too, with the Devils and the Flyers. I was sweating out that what? Devils game the other night when they came back against the Kings. Uh, mm. And now they're laying as high as $3, plus 250 for the Flyers. What have you pegged New Jersey as this year? Obviously a no, big 180, I, I, but can we trust them? No, I don't think you can trust. I don't think the goaltending is good enough when you get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, but here's the strange thing about this. You know this Sam Erson has not lost yet for Philadelphia. He's 6-0. and He hasn't recorded a loss yet, and yet he's plus 250 tonight against huh. the Devils. I think it's worth a look. You can even get him plus a goal and a half at even money. I, I'd take a look at this spot with the Flyers tonight. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Plus one in the hook at even money. Not too shabby. Would would that almost fall to the under for you here? Is this a game that you'd maybe consider with that? Uh, I had the first period under or the second period. One of the unders that hit the other night with the Kings game. That was low scoring, mm -hmm. and then they scored the goals late in the third period. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you look at a first period under here tonight. Um, I mean, the goals against isn't terrific with Urson. It, it's 2-5-6. Uh, it's uh, and now I don't know what, I don't know enough about Akira Schmidt, although he's at two, two, four, not enough, uh, he only seven starts. So I'd probably stay away from it. I would take a look at plus a puck and a half, even money though. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, let me ask you about this game where, you know, I considered maybe looking at the underdog here, but I'm waiting to hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay on the road mm -hmm. against the aforementioned Red Wings. Look, Vasilevsky's still a dominant goaltender. Don't get me wrong, but his numbers on the road certainly not as good as at home. They're still strong, but not as good. 10-10-0, uh, 2.81 goals against average. Uh, he's coming off that tough game against the Golden Knights. Gave up two <laughs> goals versus Detroit earlier this year. The Red Wings got the best of them. Huso, if he is starting a net at home, he's been a lot better. 2.68 goals against average, 14-10-2. 2.25 goals against average this month and eight starts, and the Wings have won six out of eight of them. Here's where I like this Red Wings team, especially at home first period under. Winnipeg is also very, a very good first period under team. But yeah. I think Huso's playing well. This team's hunt. They're in the hunt to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like this number. I think this number's too high here with the Lightning. I was astounded that first period in the Knights game. I've, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Seven goals on, what was it, 11 shots in the first period? <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous here. Um, and and Vasilevsky still one of the highest percentage of minutes played of any starting goalie. In a league that's a 65-35 mm -hmm. league, he's still, him and Hellebuck are over 80% of the minutes. Uh, I, it's a pass, but I lean Red Wings. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, too. Maybe just like a half unit, throw some plus money on Detroit if I do get involved. But that's going to be a fun one to watch go down there in the Motor City. We'll talk more hockey in hour two, update you on college basketball lines, and much more. He's Mike Palm. I'm Danny Burke. The show is VEASAN Live Bet Saturday. Stick with us. We'll be right back. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.